0: Welcome to Soul Talk. Soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Cooke Blackson, nationally bestselling author of You Are The One, Transformational Teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.kootblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Soul Talk podcast. It's Coot here. I am looking forward to connecting with you in this episode. I hope you've been enjoying our previous episodes of the Soul Talk podcast. I really love receiving your emails and messages on social media, letting me know how you've been digesting and enjoying the Soul Talk podcast. Thank you for sharing it with your friends and your family. And uh, let's rock and roll. We have a juicy episode in store for you. Today's episode is a topic that I know none of you like and none of you love, but uh, we're all obsessed with in some way, shape, or form. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about love. That's right. We're going to talk a bit about relationship and uh, relationships, you know, can be uh, such a joy. Uh, relationships can also be uh, heaven and can also sometimes be hell, depending on the rela- the person you're with or the... or the, or, or where you're at within yourself. And so uh, in today's episode, I want to talk a bit about how do you choose the right relationship for you? How do you choose the right relationship for you? Or how do you know if the person that you like or you're considering or you're dating is someone you should really uh, commit to, right? So let's break down relationship a little bit. Uh, and then I'm going to share with you what I call the four key questions. There are four key questions to consider if you are feeling into or whether you're in a relationship and wondering is this the right person or you're dating someone or you're wanting to date someone there are four key questions I'm going to share with you that I think will guide you in your ability to discern the right relationship for you okay so you attract into your life people that mirror aspects of yourself at a particular time, based on where you're at in your own consciousness. You attract, the person you attract to you into relationship ultimately is a mirror manifestation of yourself. The person you attract to you uh, into relationship reflects to you aspects and dimensions of yourself that you most need to integrate, heal, learn from, digest. The person you attract to you is a mirror. The person you attract to you mirrors to you, yourself. So ultimately... There is no relationship out there. You are in relationship with yourself manifested in the form of the person that shows up in your life. Did you get that? The person that shows up is really a mirror manifestation of an aspect of yourself. You are in relationship with yourself. So if you look at the people you are attracting in your life, if you look at the people, you might say, "Cool, but I'm not attracting anybody in my life. That might show, what is that? So I would ask you, what does that reflect to you? What does that show you, right? If you look at the people that you're attracting in your life, do you like what you see? Do you like what you see? And if you don't like what you see, you can point the finger and blame and and, you know point the finger at people out there, or you can, if you really want to shift your relationship karma, you can take full responsibility, turn the finger back and go, okay, what is this showing me about myself? What is this person showing me about myself? See, ultimately the person that shows up is a mirror feedback mechanism giving you feedback into where you are at in your own consciousness and the level of your growth. There is no better uh, feedback other than than relationship because you can be sitting on a mountain, meditating, feeling high and good, doing yoga, feeling enlightened and great. But how many of you have had the experience where you felt great and wonderful, all of a sudden you jumped into a relationship, you fell in love, and all hell broke loose, right? We've all had that experience. Ultimately, love brings up everything unlike itself in order to be healed, faced, and dealt with. I believe relationship is a profound opportunity. Relationship is a profound gift, an opportunity for your own healing, for your own transformation, for your own liberation, for your own enlightenment. Relationship is a profound spiritual path in and of itself. It's like a yoga, right? With with another person that is giving you feedback and showing you and reflecting dimensions of you, That you get to integrate and heal. This is one of the gifts of relationships. So do you like what you see? If you don't like what you see, you have an opportunity to transform yourself. I believe that you attract someone into your life, into your energy field, into your sphere, because you are a vibrational match. You attract someone into your life, a potential partner or partners into your life because you have certain things to teach each other and gifts to give each other. I believe that you also have certain lessons that your souls have agreed to learn and perhaps in quotation marks for us spiritual folks, certain karma to resolve and work out together. So relationships aren't always easy, but they are amazing vehicles for growth and evolution. Through the mirror of another, you get to see and heal and love parts of yourself. So if you look at those that you're attracting in your life, you might say, but I'm attracting, all I do is I attract men or I attract women that are, I attract people that are unavailable. They're just unavailable. There's no available people. If you keep attracting people that are unavailable, what does that reflect to you about yourself? If you keep attracting people that cheat or that don't have integrity or that don't show up for you or aren't present for you or don't really uh, commit to you, what does that reflect to you about yourself? The more you're willing to take feedback from the mirror, turn the uh, mirror upon yourself and heal and shift and transform and take responsibility for what's being reflected, the more you can shift and heal whatever is not fully aligned within yourself and change yourself, shift yourself, heal yourself so that you can then attract an entirely different frequency, vibration and reflection to you. So relationships aren't always easy. They're sometimes challenging. And I believe that ultimately all lessons are repeated until fully learned. So you can break up with someone. You can avoid someone. But ultimately... If you don't learn the lesson inherent in a given relationship, if you don't learn the lesson for which you've attracted that person into your life, without learning the lesson, that doesn't mean you should necessarily stay. But without learning the lesson for which this person has shown up in your life, if you just leave and break up and move on to the next person, you just likely will end up manifesting a similar pattern or dynamic in the form of another person. You can change locations, you can change hairstyle, you can change your shoes, you can change many other things, but ultimately you can't run from yourself. Every relationship is going to have its challenges. Realize that as you're in a relationship or you're considering being with someone, there is no perfect human being. There is no perfect person. I mean, maybe if you're Buddha or Jesus or someone, but ultimately there's no perfect person. If you're looking for perfection at the level of the personality, you won't find it. And so give up looking for a perfect person and recognize that every relationship is going to have its challenges, it's going to have its issues, because two people are coming together with lessons to learn. So the fact that there's challenges in the relationships is not an issue. They're just opportunities for growth. The challenges aren't the issue. How you deal with them and how you and your partner deal with them together with love and compassion is the real issue. And when you understand the real purpose of relationship, which is to come together, to heal, to transform, to reflect, to learn lessons for which you are attracted each other into this uh, potential dynamic and experience, when you understand the lesson, then when the challenges and issues come up, which will inevitably happen, when the challenges and issues come up in your relationships, when your insecurities, your pains, your childhood wounds, your unresolved stuff gets triggered because it will at some point, until you deal and heal heal them, at some point they come up in relationship when you understand the real purpose of relationship, which is... You could say awakening. When you understand the real purpose of a relationship, which is your growth and evolution and becoming the most authentic version of yourself, then when the issues and challenges come up, you realize that that's not an issue. You can celebrate them and love each other and create a safe container and space together for yourself and each other for you to go through the issues that are coming up and potentially heal and transform each other held in the space of love for each other as you work through your issues together. And so I think when you're choosing someone in a relationship, don't look for a perfect person or a person with no issues, but really feel someone you obviously have a connection with, you feel a connection with, and you feel as though, uh, how shall I say, you feel as though, this is someone that you actually feel a commitment and a desire and a deeper commitment to work through the potential issues together with because there's going to be some uh no matter who you're with so much of the pain i see people experience in relationships is because i believe they choose the wrong person you know and i think it's our conditioning our unconscious conditioning that causes us to do that in terms of choosing people that aren't right for us one of the keys to, I think, a healthy and fulfilling relationship really is about choosing the right person. And I think much of the pain and frustration that comes about in relationship is unnecessary because we choose the, in quotation marks, wrong person. And uh, so in order to shift, in order to change, you must become conscious and aware of your unconscious programming, which is tending to run your choices. Just because you feel or you, you feel an attraction or a chemistry for someone, doesn't mean he or she is the right person for you. Doesn't mean he or she is the right person to be in a romantic relationship with. I think that when you feel a, a, a irresistible pull or irresistible tug, you know, like, wow, I feel so much chemistry... You may want to be extra aware. You may want to slow down. You may want to, to just take a step back. Much of what we think is chemistry is actually not chemistry. You see, every single thing that happens to you is stored in your nervous system. From the moment you're born, from the moment you're a child, every single pain, every single thing you heard, every single scream from your dad or your mother is stored in your nervous system. Your nervous system then carries all this stuff, all this junk. You could say all this stuff. The nervous system, your nervous system is the antenna to the world. Information comes in, and you filter this information and interpret this information based on this current state and conditioning of your nervous system. So, as an example, if your parents, if your—I'll just make this up—if your dad was mean, or he was aloof, or emotionally disconnected, then all of a sudden you loved your dad growing up, but you're going to have this feeling, this sense of like. Love and aloofness, love and meanness, and love and pain start getting wired together. And what often happens is you go up, you become an adult, and you might meet someone, and you maybe you've had this experience. You meet someone, and you feel you feel a connection. You you feel so close to them. You feel a love for them. You feel like a familiarity. You say, "I feel like I know you. I feel like I we're so connected, and we have this chemistry." It's not chemistry. It's what I call shitistry. You know, it's it's like my unresolved shit and your unresolved shit kind of like a, a fit together perfectly. And and so what we fe- feel is this familiarity and this connection. Many times is is just that they fit our familiar sense of what love felt like growing up, and all of a sudden you jump into this relationship because it felt safe, it felt familiar, and you realize, my goodness they're exactly like this feels exactly like I felt with my father they're not available or they're not present or they're they're abusive and and it's it fits a familiar sense of what love felt like, so we tend to seek out partners who remind us of our caretakers growing up. Many of my clients often said, I will, I will never marry anyone like my dad. I'll never marry anyone like my mother, only to find themselves with a man or, or a woman who turns out to be exactly like their father or their mother, even though it may not have seemed that way at first. You see, consciously, we sometimes look for partners who have the positive traits, but more often than not, we attract partners that also carry the negative traits of our parents. Why? Because unconsciously, we often try to recreate the conditions of our childhood in order to be able to heal and correct themselves. I believe there's an internal uh, impulse inside of us to try to heal. So, before you decide, now to get to the the simple questions. Okay, folks, the four questions to help you navigate and choose the right relationship. Before you decide to, to commit, To a relationship, to a person, use your discernment and ask yourself these four simple questions. Number one Do I trust this person? Do I trust their heart? Do I trust their intentions? Do I trust their integrity? Feel so, feel into their hearts. Don't just feel, wow, they're a nice person. Wow, they do yoga. Wow, they meditate. Wow, they're sweet to me. Wow, they make me feel good about myself. No, that's not enough. That's great. That's a start feel deeper feel beyond that could i trust this person with my life do i trust their heart in order to feel that question you have to feel into their heart you have to feel into the you have to feel deeper than you're currently feeling right now would i trust this person with my life not just on a date, not just to have sex with, not just to have an adventure or go on vacation with. Would I trust this person with my life? That's a whole deeper question. That changes the game when you're feeling about your life. Because on some level, when you open your heart, you're vulnerable, you give, you are, in a sense, placing your life, your heart in their hands. If you don't feel or sense a deeper trust in them, why Would you be in a committed relationship with this person? I can't tell you maybe you've been in the place. I can't tell you the countless amounts of friends and clients of mine who... They felt something was off when they first met the person. They felt something wasn't quite right. And they didn't want to, they didn't want to be negative. They didn't want to feel that. They, didn't, they wanted to give the benefit of a doubt. And so they just ignored the feeling like something's off. I don't quite trust this person. I don't quite trust who they say they are or where they're at. Something doesn't feel aligned. And they just ignored it. When you ignore your deeper intuition and you betray yourself, you simply cheat on yourself in that moment. And you set yourself up to be hurt and betrayed. And I promise you, it's not worth it. So ask yourself, do I trust this person? Do I trust their heart? Do I trust their integrity? Could I trust them with my life? Second question to sit with in the consideration of choosing the right person. Do I feel I can grow and evolve more by being with this person than on my own? Will this relationship challenge and inspire me to grow and expand into more of who I really am? If not, then be by yourself. It's very simple, right? I mean, ultimately, life is about growth. Relationship is about growth and evolution. I believe the real purpose of relationship is the degree to which you both come together so that you can learn the lessons to grow, evolve, and ultimately become more of who you really are. It saddens me when I see friends and I see clients. I see so many people in the world settle. And we sometimes settle because we don't want to blow up a relationship. We settle because sometimes we feel like we'll never find love anywhere else or we won't be loved in the same way. And we settle and we stop growing. So ask yourself, do I feel I can grow and evolve? At the end of your life, you take nothing with you other than the growth and evolution and who you become in the process of life. Will this relationship challenge and inspire you to grow? I see so many people that when they get into a relationship, because they're afraid. Sometimes we're afraid of outgrowing our partners. We're afraid if I keep growing and keep expanding and shining and being amazing, then my partner's not growing. And so this relationship is going to be over. And I see so many amazing people dim their light. So many amazing human beings suppress their growth, stunt their growth in order to, to keep the, to not rock the boat and keep the current form of a relationship and it's painful and we know it. And I believe that you can't truly be fulfilled and happy doing it that way. Thirdly, ask yourself a simple question. Simple question, but it's an important question. Am I actually compatible with this person? Am I compatible with this person? How do you know you're compatible? So I, I, I often say, look, love just the fact you... People say to me, I love this person. Love is not enough. You can love someone and be completely wrong for them. You can love someone and it's totally not meant to be a romantic relationship. Maybe you're meant to be friends. You're meant to be like brother and sister. But it, it, it's just like you're not meant to be in a relationship. And, you just, and your personality and their personality is not compatible. So, so really, as you reflect on compatibility... To me, this is a key component for a successful relationship is looking at are you both going in a similar direction? Are you both growing at a similar pace? Uh, uh, What are your values? What are their values? What's important to you in life? Not that you have to exactly have the same things, but to have the foundation, a foundation of compatibility. What are your communication styles? Are they compatible? And if they're not like exactly in sync Do you have a certain understanding of at least how you can work together? There has to be a level of compatibility. You know, for those of you that are in relationship, I ask this question sometimes when when couples are considering breaking up or staying together or breaking up. And I I ask people that are currently in a relationship for a while, ask yourself, would I want to be with this person? You know, would I want to be with my husband or wife if I met him or her for the first time today? I can't tell you the amount of people that are in relationship for 5, 10, 15, 25 years that honestly tell me, and they say, Coot, if I met my husband or my wife today, I would not date them. I would not be married to them. I would not be in a relationship with them. Hmm. If not, question yourself. Take a moment and reflect and take a big, deep breath and question yourself. Because if... You're not truly aligned. I believe the relationship won't really sustain itself. So are you really compatible? Do you have a connection, similar direction, spiritual values, core values, uh, needs, wants, desires, communication, strategies? And I think this is important because without compatibility, you might love each other. And I think we've all had the experience where you love someone so deeply, but it was hell being in a relationship with the person that you loved because... You just weren't compatible. And so reflect on your compatibility because it's key. The fourth key question is, is also quite simple but important. Can I love and accept this person exactly as they are? Now let me repeat. Can I love and accept this person exactly as they are? In other words, if they don't change. In other words, if they were exactly what they were, if they didn't change, would I be okay and would I be could I be at peace with who they are now if they didn't change? If you can't accept who they are now, you are just setting yourself up for unnecessary future pain and suffering in the future. So really be honest with yourself. I know so many people that say, "Well, you know, once they get to know me, they'll change. Or once they get to know me, they'll quit smoking. Or once they get to know me, you know, they'll become a vegetarian or a vegan. Once the, you know, I I can change them. No. Your job is not to change anyone. Your job is to be yourself fully. And in the process of being yourself fully, that, you could say, advertises who you are. And by being yourself fully... Creates the space to attract someone in your life that authentically, naturally wants to be with who you are and vice versa. I see so many people making a mistake of falling in love with someone's potential, the potential of who they can be. You see who they can be, who they can be if they just if they just went to therapy and just healed their inner child and, and maybe went to the Amazon and read 400 books and, and, and gave up smoking and gave up. Pot and gave up, you know, drinking. And well, if that was the case, they'd be a completely different person. If you can't accept who they are now, you are setting yourself up for pain and suffering. So really take an honest look at who they are and be brutally, ruthlessly honest with yourself for your own sake. Yes, I can accept who they are. They're not perfect. They have these traits. I see what it is. If they don't change, I'm at peace. Okay, then you stand a chance. Choosing someone that isn't compatible with you and trying to make them be what you want doesn't honor you or the other person. Instead, choose someone who is already what you want, not someone you need to fix or change. Because ultimately, life is too short to try and change anyone. Look, it's hard enough trying to change yourself, let alone someone else. Life is too short to be unhappy, folks. Choose wisely. Choose gracefully. Be discerning. Your choice in relationship of the person that you choose is one of the most self-loving, self-honoring choices that you can make and you get what you settle for in relationship and I'm here to take a stand for you that you deserve whatever you feel you deserve and you deserve love, blessings, joy abundance passion and magic are you ready so folks here are four simple questions and some things to reflect on as you consider relationship and how to choose the right relationship for you so maybe you're in a relationship maybe you're not in a relationship you know i i dive into more of this uh these ideas and take people through actually specifically women through a transformational process called the man breakthrough experience, uh, for the women listening. If you want to find out more, you can go to www, the man breakthrough the man and, uh, sign up there. We do an amazing transformational, uh, experiential immersion two and a half day weekend that will blow your heart wide open help you free your past connect with who you really are and ultimately uh, connect you with the love that you are so that you can attract the love and the life that you really desire and deserve So, folks, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Soul Talk. Uh, Definitely send me an email. I love receiving your emails and your messages. Let me know how you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know some of your key takeaways and what actions you're going to take as a result of today's episode. Uh, Download this episode and please do share it with everyone in your life that you love and uh, spread the word about Soul Talk. And I'll be seeing you in the next episode. Of Soul Talk. Love now. If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends, let everyone know, and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration. With you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.